and we're live. Hey, we did it. Hey. Hello. Hi. Hey. Hi. Hi. John, you're still in the U.S. of A. What's with that? You're coming home soon. Yeah, I show up tomorrow. Actually, I have to, I have to go through Edmonton both ways. I'm so sorry. Oh, oh really? Sucks. That's yeah, so. weird. And with the whole, like, you know, get there two hours early, I have, like, 12 hours of travel ahead of me. Great. For what could be, for what is, like, should be, like, a three-hour Direct flight. flight. That is really weird. Yeah. Hmm. Is it just cheaper that way? I think it was probably, ch yeah, cheaper. Yeah. That makes sense. The landing fees did in you, Calgary Did you book disgusting. it or did the family? I booked it. Hmm. But you get to see Edmonton's lovely airport that everyone completely loves and does not hate. Yeah, in Nisku. <laughs> you get to in see Edmonton. You that get the to name see Edmonton's beautiful airport in Nisku, the town that's about fifteen minutes out of Edmonton. <laughs> oh, I didn't know it. Yeah, didn't know it's like, I've actually never been to I that. I always airport. thought it was Leduc. I keep forgetting it's not even Leduc. Leduc is a Edmonton? little further. Because the Edmonton one is shut down. The municipal airport. That one shut down ages ago, I think. Uh, yeah, it's been a while oh, for okay. sure. Yeah, so the mm -hmm. biggest airport, the biggest international airport near Edmonton is not in Edmonton. Yeah. Okay, well, I mean, it doesn't really matter. I'm not going to be leaving the, like, the gate. Sure. Yeah, you're um, transferring there, right? Yeah. For the, like, 20-minute flight to Calgary from Edmonton? Basically, yeah. yeah. I think I have to sit there for, like, two or three hours first. The layover, yeah, that's so, crazy. Yeah, that'll be nice. That'll be fun. It'll give you some time to catch up on some mobile gaming. All those that's iOS right. games I you bought. I picked up so many mobile games yeah. this last week. I don't know. I kept waiting for them to announce, like, hey, it's the July 4th sale or something. But I, just everything went on sale. It was weird. That is weird. Seven is a total count? Or did it go up more? Of like games I like bought slash downloaded. I think it actually may be eight because there was a random one that was okay. that someone just like recommended to me that was an old free one. I saw you were keeping a tally. I just didn't know if maybe there was more after the last. I think your last update I was think, seven. Actually, I think it's I think it's seven. I thought it was more. OK, well, seven, seven is quite a bit. I have seven new games since the last cast. OK, that is crazy. You're usually not the kind of guy to buy that many games. Yeah. So even if they're as cheap as mobile games. <clears throat> well, I mean, they were on sale, so might as well get them now. I want them sooner or later. Mm. Is there any one that you're looking forward to for the trip? Yeah, um, we'll, I'll get into it shortly. Okay. I'll talk about it when we've been playing. I realized I didn't update the dock with what I've been playing. Gotcha. But, um, uh, I mean, yeah, let's just let's just get into it. Uh, mm -hmm. June 29th. Um, this is the top down perspective. I'm Sean Booker. I'm Paul Fleck. I'm John Wheeler. And uh, we already kind of started with me, so what have I been playing, mm -hmm. you ask? I have asked uh, that question, yeah. Okay, so um, <laughs> pro probably the best one I've been playing on my phone is called Cat Quest. Oh, okay. Yes. I have this on I've Switch. Been, I was going to get this on PC, actually, a while back. Right, I think it just came out on Switch, or it's about to come out on Switch? No, the sequel just got announced. It's been out on Switch for months. For a couple months. Okay. Yeah. I know yeah, yeah. The sequel had just been announced. Yeah. Uh, it sounds like it has co-op. Sounds sounds pretty cool. Um yeah, this game's like two bucks on iOS right now. Or it was a couple days ago. Okay. Uh, and this game's really good. It's basically um 
like good Pokemon Quest. Okay. <clears throat> so in Pokemon Quest, uh, when you do each mission, your your you know dumbest doornail Pokemon just kind of run towards the enemy, regardless of if the enemy's attacking or anything, and you don't have any control over them. Right. I uh, I guess you can choose when to do specific attacks, but like it doesn't really matter. You can you just hit the auto button and you watch the screensaver go. In this one, you have direct control over your cat, knight, adventure, or whatever. Um, and I should by direct by direct control, I should say you like tap and drag it around where you want it to go. But you can actually dodge attacks, which is huge, which is great. Um, if it's right by an enemy, it'll just continuously uh, slash it. Okay. And then you can like hold down on the cat to bring up uh, to like pause the game to bring up a small menu of your magic uh, spells you can use. And there's like fire a spell. I have a, a lightning one and I have like a heal spell. Um, and then it has loot. So you're equipping stuff and you get to see it on your character. So right now I have like a huge uh, witch's hat that covers like its whole head, which is pretty funny. Um, and what's actually really nice about the loot is there's not a ton of different ones. So when you get a repeat of the same thing, it just combines with the one you have. And that one's now stronger. Okay. Uh, which is which is kind of nice and like streamlined with that, right? Because you would want that anyway. Like, just give it to me, easy. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, so yeah, the game seems pretty huge. There's like a ton to do in it. The map, the map seems real big, but there's tons of little dungeons that you can go into. Um, there's little towns. There's tons of cat puns. Yep. And there's just side quests, and job boards and all these different things. And it's, you know, it's pretty light in terms of what you're doing. You know, you just send your character over there and you kind of dodge their attacks. Yeah. And the way that works is <laughs> when the enemy, it'll have like a like a red field show up around it. And when that field like fills up, that's when they're going to attack. So you kind of know, oh, I got to get out of there real quick. And, you know, the radius of the attack. Right. But yeah, I super recommend it. I'm having a I'm having a great time with that. And I'm pretty excited. The sequel just got announced for next year and has co-op uh so that sounds real good that does sound fun for sure yeah um and then uh, like i just kind of said um cat quest is a good pokemon quest pokemon quest proper came out on the phone oh did it so i'm back on my bullshit (laughs) oh okay (laughs) (laughs) yeah um so that's free on phones now i believe both it's on both um I'd say like if it fits better on the phone because it's like a free to play game with uh, with timers and stuff on it. Whereas when you're doing it with the switch, it's like I could be playing like Zelda on this, anything. Instead, yeah. I have I have this shitty screensaver going Yeah. on my phone. It kind of seems a little less harsh because it's like, OK, well, this is kind of like where you got where it started. And sure. I can also pull this out of my pocket. I can do this on the train easily or at my desk. Um, so that's just kind of something I have on in the background every now and then it's that is still a bad game that you should not buy. Just yeah. Agreed. <laughs> I yep. definitely agree. Yeah. Um, so that's all I've been uh, playing phone wise uh, that I that I picked up, uh, <clears throat> picked up more stuff, but I haven't started it yet. I'm going to finish up Cat Quest first. Would you say Cat Quest the, uh, is worth picking up then? Just in general. Yeah, I know it's I know it's significantly cheaper or um more expensive on the other platforms. Yeah. Like I think it's like close to ten bucks on Steam or something like that. Maybe seven to ten bucks somewhere around there. 
I feel like it's, it's two dollars right now on iOS, so I would definitely recommend that. I know the Switch one; it's like close to twenty or thirty dollars. That sounds about right. Yeah, which seems crazy for a game that's gonna feel so much like a like a mobile game where you're just kind of sending your your character there and watching them attack. CatQuest is fifty percent off on Steam for seven dollars Canadian, so I guess five ish yeah. American probably. Maybe, yeah. I I would check your phones and see what it is there, okay. especially if you have an iOS device. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I'm I'm enjoying it. I mean, I wouldn't I, five bucks wouldn't that would be fine. That's the regular price on iOS, and if I had known, I probably would have paid paid that. <clears throat> sure. Yeah. Um, I'm continuing with the division. Okay. I'm still enjoying that quite a bit. Uh, How far in are you? Again, level check. What level are you? Level of uh, fourteen. Okay, about halfway there. Cool. Yeah, thirty's the cap, right? Yes. Or did they raise the cap in like DLC? I don't think they raised it. No. Okay. Um, I guess story-wise, I like I just beat like the cleaners. They're okay. Like the guys that shoot fire. Mm-hmm. Like they're yeah. I those missions are fun. Um, it took me and and my buddy a while to figure out because we were like, man, all the story missions you need. Like they say what recommended level and we were always like two below it and all the encounters were giving us such a little XP. So we're like, how are we, are we just supposed to like grind? And it started getting really annoying. But then we find out if you scroll like way past all the missions and way past all the encounters, there's events. Yeah. Which are like another type of side quest. And those give you the experience. So we hadn't been doing any of those. So that's what we're doing now. Gotcha. Um, I wish it just kind of. It kind of uh, vocalized that a little better because we were at a point where it's like, I guess we're just going to grind and this kind of sucks. Yeah, um, but yeah, no, I'm still enjoying the division. I still it still looks great. It's still just a fun loot shooter. And you're I'm playing it uh, with your buddy. Yeah, that's the I'm way to do on the it. Xbox because. Yeah, yeah. Free on free on Game Pass. So why not? Totally. Mm-hmm. Um, probably the game I spent the most time this week uh, is Mario Tennis Aces. Okay. Tell me about Mario John, Tennis Aces. John, I'm assuming you played some of it? Played what? Mario Tennis? Oh, uh, yeah, a tiny bit, like, on stream. Like a fraction. I think I did, like, three missions, maybe, and uh, a couple online matches. Okay. Are you liking it? Yeah, it seemed good. Uh, I thought the changes that they had there were good. Uh, nothing really aggravating, I guess. Maybe the racket-breaking. My issue is uh, apparently there are a couple of overpowered characters online right now, so there hmm. are some annoying... I haven't played any online, I don't know. Apparently... Is Boo one of them? Yeah. How'd you guess? Yeah. Well, so in the mission one, there's these... Um, I, I, I gotta say, I'm bad at this game. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna give you two reasons why I'm so bad at this game. One, I have that left Joy-Con issue where Mario's always running to the right. Ooh. So that makes tennis playing a little difficult. Um, cause it just shows up. I shouldn't say always, it, it kind of shows up randomly, but it'll just be like, all right, lining up this smash. Wait, Mario, where are you going? No, the ball, no Mario. <laughs> so that happens every now and then. Um, and, and then the other, re- the other thing is there's these, uh, uh, there's these like rally, uh, missions in some of the worlds where it's like, Hey, you got to get to like 300 points. Uh, but I'm not going to make it easy. And boo, that was his one was probably the hardest and the one I've failed the most on because uh, he has these crazy curve shots yep. and I had to play that one over and over and over again. That sounds about right. 
Uh, Who were the other ones? Rosalina and apparently Bowser Jr. Apparently, I've seen a I lot of Bowser people. Bowser Jr. has like angry. crazy reach. I've heard, yeah, I've heard some people complaining like crazy about Bowser Jr. Okay. Yeah, so I haven't done any of the online. I've just been playing the the missions. I'm in the, I'm on the boss of the third world, so the snow world. And this is my first uh, Mario Tennis game. Don't, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, don't forget to play at least a match of online because if you play one tournament match, I think you get uh, the next unlockable character early. Yeah, I was watching a giant bomb video, and I think they were looking at that. And I think if you play one. In, if you play in like the July tournament, you get a, a character. Yep. If you play in the August tournament, you get a character. Yep. And if you play in the September tournament, yeah, you, you get, get them character. early. You still get them otherwise, but you get them, I think, it's a couple weeks early. Just because it's June? Yeah. Okay. Do, you know, do we know what those characters are? Uh, Koopa Troopa, Blooper, and Shy Guy, I think. I know that they announced another three characters, and there was uh, Diddy Kong, Birdo... And someone else was in that set. Like, there's going to be more DLC coming? Yeah. Okay. Are those free? Yeah, they're free and in the fall. Okay. Cool. I'm trying to think who that sixth character would be. I can look it up. I think it was another Bowser minion. Those are like my least interesting, like my least favorite characters. John, tell me about the single player. Because last time we talked, John hadn't touched oh. much of it yet, and you were looking forward to trying it at all. Koopa Paratroopa was the one I couldn't remember. So there's Koopa Troopa and Paratroopa? Yep. Yeah. I mean, that's standard. Double Dash had that. Yeah. I guess. Uh, story mode Lame. forces you into it. Like, when you turn on the game, basically, uh, you have to, like, do a couple missions. The storyline is that Wario and Waluigi found an ancient cursed tennis racket and okay. ended up trying to try to convert Mario into a demon to bring back bring forth the ultimate evil. But Luigi took it instead. And as a result, <laughs> okay. Luigi is also now cursed. So Mario has to go out on a mission. To Luigi took that bullet for his brother. Oh, man. And I think he just really wanted the, the racket. So now Mario's on a mission to go save Luigi and defeat Wario and Waluigi by learning tennis. Great. Well, he already knows tennis. He starts out in like this in like the finals of like this tennis match. Uh, and then and then all the shenanigans happen and then he has to go out on this quest. Yeah. Um, which I think that's kind of funny. It's like so Mario, he's clearly good at tennis. He was in the finals of whatever was happening. And then you go into your first thing and this guy's like, you got to show me if you're any good before I let you in this door. <laughs> and like the first tennis racket you get is like, hey, I'll make you a wooden racket if you want. And it's better than like whatever racket you were using. Like what was Mario using? <laughs> that he got to the finals where this wooden I think, one. I think the trick is everyone else is terrible at tennis. Mm. Like, I guess. Except Boo. Except, except Boo. Except that fucking Boo. He, he's on God, dead. He's I had plenty of time. So many times. <laughs> also, that level... Not the level where you do that specific one, but uh, the level you get from Boo's area, the haunted one with all the mirrors, sucks. So all the um, all the stages have like a gimmick involved. So the first stage, uh, or like is like the forest area, and there's a bunch of pipes in the middle of the net, and PD piranha plants will just come up and just like eat the ball every now and then and shoot it back at you. Um, they. 
and so here's the thing is all these things never happen to the enemy. So like booze one is there's two mirrors flying around. And if you shoot the ball into the mirror, it'll like come out the other mirror back at you. But if the enemy shoots the ball into the mirror, it'll come out of the other mirror and it'll still go at me. It doesn't go back at them ever. Um, there's a really annoying one. Uh, there's a, you're on a pirate ship because they have a tennis court on their pirate ship. Of course they do. Um, actually, that's probably like my favorite part of this thing is just all these weird scenarios where they just have like a pristine tennis court <laughs> set up. They're just yeah. ready for you. Are. Yeah, exactly. Um, so the pirate ship one has a has the the mast with the crow's nest right in the middle and the ball can bounce off of it and it always goes in some weird direction even if you're like serving you got to make sure you don't serve it into the uh the the mast because it can you know go off court after that but it sucks because it's so hard to figure out if it's where it's going and yeah and then it's even harder if mario keeps running to the right but you know that's that's a problem just for me yeah Anyway, I, I'm enjoying the story mode. I wish there was more missions per world. It seems <laughs> like there's about three or four. And one of which is like the final mission. One will be like, hey, just get a whole bunch of points in a rally. Um, and then, you know, the other two might be like kind of story based stuff. So I wish there was kind of more to it. It seems like it's it's going to be kind of short. Yeah. But they then make up for it by making it just like incredibly difficult. <laughs> which that's kind of the big frustration. Oh, um, so even though okay. there's only four missions per world, you have to play each of them like 40 times. Hmm. Or at least that's what I'm, that's what I'm kind of running into. I'll get lucky every now and then I can do it like after two or three, but I don't think any of them, except maybe the first one I was like, Oh, I just got, I just flew through those. There's like, that never really happens. Gotcha. <laughs> Especially if Mario keeps turning to the right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, have you played overall? Though I, I'm I'm having fun. Have you played since they patched the single player a little bit? Uh, I mean, I played right before this, so I guess. Well, what did they I change? guess so. Okay, they apparently they they lowered the difficulty on a couple things apparently in story mode. Oh, great, good. That sounds awesome. I don't know if I got the patch. Uh, theoretically, my Switch should just do it automatically, but I don't remember telling it asking me to update, so maybe I don't. Mine, mine's been weird. It used to auto-update, but now I have too many things, so it just doesn't do it anymore. I have to like manually pick everything and click update. Right, right. How small is your memory card? 250 gigs? I, and you get ma mostly physical games. I don't get how you fill it up so fast. I have a lot of games on my Switch. I guess so, yeah. You should delete some. Nah. <laughs> uh, anyway, I'm having a good time with it. Uh, that's probably what I'll be playing for a lot of next week. Actually, that's not true, because I picked up that um, Donkey Kong DLC for Rabbids. Oh, man. Uh, but I, I held off playing it because I wanted to stick with some some tennis so I could talk more about that. So I'm, that's probably my big next week game. Um, sure. But I'm excited to jump into that. Anyway, that's all I've been playing. Cool. Um, I'm just going to get my know the way real quick. I have been playing Rage to catch up for our monthly thing. So I can't talk about it here. <laughs> but uh, right. But boy, that's a boring game. <laughs> I have some opinions on some things. So t stay tuned for that when we do that eventually. Right. So that's why I'm going to just politely step aside and ask John what he's been playing this week as well. All right. All my gaming this week has been on streams. So obviously a little bit of aces, 
played on Monday a lot of the cruising games. So cruising USA, cruising World, and cruising Exotica. Okay. Uh, I did not realize that studio eventually became Raw Thrills. But having played those games on stream on the N64, I could totally feel like it. I could totally hmm. feel the raw thrills like appearing as you play the games. Cool. Raw thrills. Raw thrills is a company that basically controls all arcade games right now. They've done all like those like fast and furious arcade racing games, uh, like those power bikes things. Like if you go to any arcade and see a bunch of racing games, probably done by raw thrills. <clears throat> Oh, Doodle Jump Arcade. Yes, there we go. That's their big that's their big number one hit. Uh, I mean it it probably is. I honestly don't know. I don't Might think be. I've actually ever seen a Doodle Jump arcade machine. I they well they also did Guitar Hero Arcade. Oh, was that them? Which which I've seen that one for sure. I th- I'm pretty sure I've seen Like Doodle I said, they they are probably the biggest company in arcade games right now. Not necessarily for good reasons. So a lot of their games are kind of eh. But uh, they get a lot of licenses. I believe they were the company that were doing that new Ninja Turtles beat 'em up, which I have not heard anything about since. I don't. So I don't know if that's that what this Wikipedia article says. Apparently, they're also doing a Halo arcade game. Wow, Halo Fire Team Raven, which is 2018. I don't know if it's out yet already. I can't click it. But so, yeah, um, Cruising USA games, is the only one I ever played. <laughs> so yeah, those games are weird, man. Yeah. Like, especially after USA. USA was, like, straightforward. Bit of rubber yeah. banding, nothing too terrible. Yeah, uh, World, you had to you had to do, like, tricks and shit to save time, and, like, you could drive on two wheels, and the AI okay. just, for some reason, on the last stage, just rubber band like mad. Great. Okay. And Exotica, like, the, the perk was, at least with USA and uh, World, you had unlimited continues, but Exotica's, like... Yeah, you only have two continues, but the more you play the game, the more uh, credits we'll give you. They never gave me any more credits. <laughs> Weird. So we we beat two of them that night, but the third one just shut us down immediately. I just found out they released one in 2007 called Cruisin' on the Wii. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've been <laughs> trying to no find idea. that one. Okay. Apparently that one, apparently that one is trash. I Yeah, I believe it. Oh man, these scores. There was one last year called Cruisin' Blast. There what? was? That's what this that's what Holy this shit, says. there was? Yeah. Oh, there's nothing on it though. Oh, it's an arcade Weird. game. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm just looking at the ar- their arcade games. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, so I have seen this somewhere. I was wondering what the hell this was. I didn't realize this was a brand new machine. Also uh, licensed by Nintendo. Yeah. In January of 2017. Damn, man. Year and a half old. Five exciting courses. Over 20 vehicles. Over 1,000 dynamic color changing LEDs. Cutting edge graphics and sounds. Sounds Family friendly gameplay. Ugh, okay. Okay, it seems like Raw Thrills... It, they they don't they both develop and publish games, so not all of these were developed by them. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. Okay. Sure. Hmm. Oh yeah, I see that fire team. Oh my god, that's a huge cabinet. That Halo game. They made a game on the Wii called Target colon Terror. Oh man, yeah, Target Terror is the best. So bad. Target Terror is the best because it's terrible. It's just F- it's basically Area Fifty One. It's an FMV light gun game. Oh my god! Uh, this box art. Oh my god! One of the arcades here in town out. used to have it. It was great. 
Okay. It's, it's, also, it's on the Wii. I, I believe I have it on the Wii, actually. <laughs> this I box art's real sense. good. That frown. Man. That is a terrorist. Hell yeah, I have Target Terror for Wii. Fucking set for life on that one. <laughs> Great. Alright. Yeah. That Halo, that Halo cabinet looks crazy, though. What made you want to play all the cruising games? Uh, So... It was subscribers night, so they picked games like people sent in games and I picked ones I hadn't beaten before and tried to beat them. And I figured cruising was real short. And then as a joke, we, we like we finished the first one real fast. So we're like, oh, maybe we'll just move on to the next one. And then someone put it on the list. So we went to play the next one and then it happened a third time. OK, so that's how we ended up playing all the cruising games unintentionally. Cool. Yeah, this Halo game is four players in one cabinet. That's crazy. Is there one is in Calgary or no? I don't know. Like, if you click on the page on Raw Thrills, you can see the cabinet. And there's a YouTube video. Hmm. Could be fun. I think it's... Yeah, it's a light gun game. Or, like, one of those turret-based light gun games. Because you can see... Yeah, it, like, you've got... A, you're basically, like, all on Warthogs, and you're firing... Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, I see it now. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. for what it is, it's probably fine. Yeah. It's not 10 players like uh, Killer Queen, though. No. True. Oh, they did Man. Space Invaders Frenzy? That makes sense. Yeah, they've I done a play lot this. of stuff here. Holy crap. It looks pretty fun. I knew they did a lot. I didn't think they'd done this much. Yeah. Apparently, this Halo game you can you can connect it to your gamer tag. Really? Like it says, players can easily link their Xbox Live gamer tag slash accounts. Yeah. Via QR code for exclusive stats and rewards. I wonder if there's achievements. Nickelodeon Nicktoons Nitro. Hmm. And like every big buck hunter game. It's 3,060 pounds, it says. Which game is the Halo yeah. one? The Halo one. Seems probably about right. Well, of course, it's like four seats, two giant screens with turrets and everything. Yep. That's crazy, though. Man, I really need to do a day going out to different arcades and just playing all night again. It's been so long. Well, you're so you're going to Edmonton. They have... um, Circuit Circus? No. It's like... Uh... Like our our equivalent is like Dave and Buster's. What did I saw it up there? It was by the uh, West Edmonton Mall. I think it wasn't called like Game Room. What was it? Rec Room. We have one here too. I think it was Rec Room. Rec Room. Yeah, yeah we, we, have, we have one in Calgary now. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that's probably where you'll get most of your arcading. Yeah. You're probably right. You're probably right, Sean. Uh, yeah. Anything else, John, you've been playing? Uh, played Bayonetta 1 on stream on Wednesday. So I did a promo for Sega where they just wanted to, a bunch of people right. to promote uh, that Bayonetta 1 was on sale in the Steam sale, that Vanquish was on sale in the Steam sale, and a bunch of other stuff. Mm -hmm. So we ended up playing uh, Bayonetta 1 for like a couple hours. How does it hold up? <clears throat> uh, it's still pretty good. Little yeah. janky on the, the camera at times. Okay. And I forgot how how much that game just kind of throws your feet to the fire a couple stages in. I'm trying to remember. There's 
there's specific parts I remember about that game that are like much, much later in like the tunnel going through like some like celestial garbage and stuff. Like I remember a lot of late game stuff. I don't remember that game's opening at all. Uh, you start a in the graveyard. graveyard. Okay. Yeah, the graveyard scene before you get uh, the guns, then you fight on top of that airplane that's crashing. Oh, right. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah. And then you go right. to, to mm-hmm. I think it's Vigard was the name of the city, and you just kind of deal with a bunch of stuff there. You find that reporter right. with the scarf. Yeah, I remember that whole part feeling very Devil May Cry. Yeah, yeah, but then there's a lot of insta-kill bullshit traps that I forgot about were in that game, like running away from insta-kill lava. Um, hmm. Some of the I forgot how difficult some of the challenges were, especially if you're not like properly prepared for them. Some of those. Oh, the really challenges, rough. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Some of those challenges are super rough. Also, a lot of those are hidden, really crazy. Like you have to like go do a bunch of things, then wander back. Otherwise, the gate won't be there. Oh, weird. Huh. Yeah. But I still really like that game. Yeah. Everyone was, everyone's telling me Bayonetta 2 was Everyone tells me Bayonetta 2 is better in everything except the ending. So I've been wondering mm. if I should just finally bite the bullet and finish Bayonetta 2. You should. That game's not long, if I remember. Mm. Yeah, but I had to be in the right mood to play that kind of game is the problem. Yeah. Okay. And and right now, if I was gonna play a game like that ish, I would probably be focusing on the new God of War. I know it's not quite the same, but mm. Yeah, I I don't know if I would compare those really. One of them, I just feel like like the tone and themes of it are just like they could not be more opposite. I mean, the combat itself is completely different just in general. Yeah, like I think you're thinking of old God of War combat. That's a little closer. Because uh, one's like happy time woman and she's just having a great time killing all these demons. <laughs> Kratos is a very stoic and just upset man. Aren't we all? <clears throat> Alright, did you play anything else? No, that's it. Alright, let's do some news. Cool. Not a lot this week. Uh, we got the Games with Gold for July, which I think I just saw a tweet that they're like live already. <clears throat> okay. Uh, but it's Assault Android Cactus. That's a good game. And Death Squared. I don't think I know that one at all. I I reviewed that one on the Switch. It's like it's it's okay. What is it? A puzzle game? Um, yeah, it's been, yeah, it's a puzzle game. It's like a physics puzzle game. Okay. With like some uh, like a knockoff, uh, like kind of Glados robot humor. Oh. Okay. We also got Virtua Fighter Five Final Showdown and Splinter Cell Conviction. I like I Conviction. Know. Not this. Not it's okay. It's fine. Mm-hmm. I think it's like the only one I played through because it's the least Splinter Cell of them all, right? Yeah. Yeah. Probably. I would say not a not a strong. I don't uh, remember month. A lot of things between Conviction and Blacklist. What's what? Blacklist was the last one. I did not play that one for sure. Okay. I think Conviction was the one where it was like more actiony, and it wasn't a stealth game. Okay. Because which one of them had a part that was like a first-person shooter? Was that Blacklist? What? You know what? I think the, you're thinking. Uh, I think this is going off the rails. No. Is that on Conviction? I don't remember that in Conviction. Conviction has the whole like you can like target people, yeah. and then you can he'll just shoot all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a thing for sure. 
Okay. Blacklist is the one that's weird. Okay, anyways, let's just move on. <laughs> it's fine. All right. Uh, we got the July PlayStation Plus games. Heavy Rain and Absolver on the PS4. And then we got Rayman 3 and Deception 4 on the PlayStation 3. And then Space Overlords and then the Final Zero Escape game on the Vita. Nice. So that's awesome. That is awesome. Finish, finish the trilogy if you haven't. I thought Heavy Rain was already like very recently in this lineup. I don't know about very recently, but I'm pretty sure you're right that it's been on there at least once. I think it was around when Beyond came out. I don't know. Oh. I don't think they've ever done the same game twice. No, you know so. what? I got confused here. Beyond was before Detroit came out. Now Heavy Rain is after Detroit. Yeah, I th- but Heavy Rain was on a huge sale, and you got it for free if you pre-ordered Detroit. That's what I got confused in my head. Okay. Uh, okay. But now it's just free if you have PS Plus. Yeah. Next month, at least. Also, Absolver. That's probably the way to get that game. That game's super fun, but like for free with PS Plus. That's a good that's a good download. Sure. Speaking of good downloads for free, let me talk to you about July's Game Pass games cuz like yeah. Th- th- this is real strong. If there's ever been a month to jump on Game Pass, I think it's I think it's next month. It's pretty good. Um I'm just going to start with the showstoppers. Uh Vermintide 2 is coming to consoles and it's free with Game Pass. Fuck nice. Yeah. That's an amazing game. Like, good on Xbox for getting that. Just scooping that right up there. Yep. Um, so that doesn't come out until the 11th, but when it does, you just get it for free. Uh, I'm excited to play that. And that's a gr- and like everyone's going to have it, so co-op buddies for sure. That's a, that's a great one to have. Yep. And then the other one that has me excited is Shadow Complex Remastered. That game is awesome. Yeah. That game's super good. Yep. <clears throat> um, Abzu, also really like that game. Uh, just going through the rest of these Fallout 3 Elder Scrolls Oblivion. Sure. Zo- whatever zombie army trilogy is. OK, that's um, dirt four. Mm-hmm. Keep, oh, go ahead. Zombie army trilogy is if you remember, they made that like sniper elite zombie game where you were fighting zombies no. with the like sniper, remember sniper elite with the sniper elite engine. Basically, it was just like you. It's basically sniper elite uh, left for dead with like in that engine okay. with sniper rifles and rifles and stuff. It's that. And that's what that is. That series. Okay, that sounds lame. It's kind of lame. <laughs> it's slow moving. So, okay. Yeah. Uh Human Fall Flat, which is a silly game. Yeah. Uh Bomber Crew, which it it's coming out first. It's it's a launch it's launching with Game Pass. I don't know what that is. Okay. Uh it also says additional titles will be uh announced during july cool on july 10th that's a strong month that's a good that's a month. strong month yeah sure yeah i'm excited for like at least two or three of those games i mean if you're one of these uh kids that just got an xbox one or whatever like this and you have game pass this is a good month for you to catch up on some I think fallout if you're, if you're and anyone with an xbox no because i have i've had fallout 3 and oblivion shadow mm-hmm. Comp. i've had all these games forever but like oh if you're okay, like sure, sure building up your backlog this is a strong month for you to like get into follow three and oblivion and shadow complex specifically see those games yeah i'm excited for vermintide too i heard so much about that game so that's a great game Mm -hmm. from paul in particular actually paul was one of them yep (laughs) i love it all right overwatch announced a new character oh my god we got this this one sent in um 
So, <laughs> is it actually just called Wrecking Ball? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Wrecking Ball, it's a hamster in a spherical uh, robot turret. Yeah. Gunning turret thing. Uh, the the hamster's name is Hammond. Yeah, of course. A pretty good is. hamster name. Yeah. That's a pretty yep. good hamster. Do you name. get it? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Actually, speaking of which, I didn't say this at the beginning. I went and saw Jurassic World two yesterday. Yep. That movie is so bad. Ooh, okay. really? That bad? Okay. It is so bad. <laughs> yeah, I could see it. Like, I went in there. I was not expecting it to be that bad. I was like, I mean, these reviews are not good, but like. Maybe no, it is so bad. Like I was shocked. It, yeah, I would say the entire second half of that movie is just the dumbest thing. In a okay, did you watch? I guess it would just be called Jurassic World, right? Like the first one, or is there? Yeah, yeah. Did you yep. watch that one? You were okay with that one, right? I was. It was. I was like, this is fine. Like sure. it was it's Jurassic Park again. It was dumb, but like in a way that was entertaining at least. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So this is just not an entertaining dumb. <laughs> I mean, like I said, I think the first half it's it's pretty, it's it, it's fun, but then like just the shit that happens, it's like this is so dumb. Okay. This is not even like reasonable that this could happen. Like, oh god, it's so dumb. <laughs> okay. Sure. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, I just I just had to say that. Anyway, yeah, this uh, hamster. Uh, you guys, anything you guys got to say anything about this? It's so good. <laughs> I I, it looks it. like the I, I was seeing a little bit of the gameplay. It has like a, a, a grappling hook so you can like fling yourself around. <laughs> I mean, like a wrecking ball. Yeah, Exa yeah, exactly. Like a wrecking ball. It's exactly like a wrecking ball. Is this going to get you to come back to Overwatch? No. Yeah, I'm. I've, I kind of sailed on Overwatch, but that's a fun character. I mean, I played it for like five hours a couple days ago. Oh, okay. But okay. so are you, you going to try out some Wrecking Ball? Sure. <laughs> Why not? Cool. All right. <laughs> I saw one of his like victory emotes uh -huh. was Divas, where she's on top of her suit with like the piece, but the hamster's doing it. Okay, that's pretty good. Yeah, that was pretty. That was pretty. Sad. I just think it's cute. Uh, and then this last one, Paul, you submitted on the Discord. I submitted this. Oh yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so Edmund McMillan, the creator of Binding of Isaac, Super Meat Boy, blah blah blah, um, was teasing something this week called Binding of Isaac: Four Souls, and he announced what it was, and it's a Kickstarter for a card game. And uh, it's a multiplayer a Binding of Isaac card game. It's a Binding of Isaac multiplayer uh, card, uh, like deck building card game that you play with friends or whatever. Basic idea is that you have a character that you would choose like you would in uh, Binding of Isaac. And they all have different abilities. And your goal is to kill enemies in the dungeon or whatever to get more abilities and more powerful so you can take on bosses and collect their souls and the first player with four souls wins. Uh, it seems real cool, but more importantly, it was funded in an hour and a half because of course it was. They're asking 50,000 American uh, dollars, US dollars. And it was backed like right away. It is currently at almost a million Canadian. So yeah, yeah. 903,000 Canadian. Oh, Canadian. I was Canadian. like, wait, I did not see a number that big. Converted yeah. from yeah, $682,955 yep. for the yeah. US. Yep. Yeah, so half a million 
U.S., over half a million U.S. already. 27 days left to go. Um, this is the first time I'm actually jumping on a Kickstarter myself to get a physical thing. Yeah, now that I'm looking okay. at this, I might actually also... Did you, you got So I'm looking at these stretch goals, and they're not money-based. They're, like, activity-based, which is always just kind of like... All right, calm down, guys. Um, yeah. But, like, they need people to retweet this Kickstarter thing 7,777 times. That's the one they're missing. Yeah. Well, you only, need, you only need four out of five to unlock the uh, the next step. So they've oh, got that right. one. I th- sorry. I th- look at, yeah. look I at Sheol. Sheol's completed. the one you're looking for. Yeah, I, I saw that one first. Yeah, you're right. Joel, yeah. Yep. I don't know. I think that's why fun. Don't you, why don't you do this? Paul, have you sent in a, a picture of yourself worshiping Satan with hashtag tears for Satan? Because they need 40 of those. I have not yet. I, w- I could, okay. I guess. I submitted a mother right. poem. If that counts. You submitted a mother. Was that from the womb? <laughs> I don't know. It feels like it's probably from All a few right. days 40, ago. All right. 40 poems about their moms. So you did submit one? I did. That's nice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You got fans to draw 30 pictures of him nude. <laughs> yep. That's a and thing. then in brackets it says, I'm fat, hairy, and brownish. Yep. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um... More importantly, he didn't answer my question, the hard-hitting question of, are you going to release an official digital version for Tabletop Sim? And I will continue asking until I get an answer. No, I will continue asking until I get the answer I am okay with, which is yes. Uh, Did you pledge at the $777 one? I did not know. But now knowing that John might be interested, maybe we could go halfies on like one of the ones where you get more shit because i think Maybe. there's one where you got four copies of the game to give out uh, maybe there that. isn't i haven't read all these <laughs> tiers there's, i was just gonna yeah, get the 35 I'm just, looking at the image, one. I'm just looking at the images there this is coming real soon it's delivering in november so like no, this is, is really soon holy this cow is done. that's very fast for a quick starter for a quick for a kickstarter it, yeah. you might call it a quick starter you womp, might womp. yeah no apparently this is done like and now they're just the, adding the, on to it. What is he kickstarting? Uh, so he's just using it as a pre-order system, I guess. Yeah, essentially. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, yeah. there's no uh, there's no multiple one unless you buy a box of boxes, which I think is 10 copies oh. or 200. Yeah, but that's also only the uh, base game. You don't get any special stuff, so never mind. <laughs> mm. I'd rather pay a little bit less and get like a t-shirt at least. Um, yeah, no, I think this is really cool, and I am excited to maybe play this with people if I could find three people that would be willing to play in person, or more importantly, until somebody scans all these and uploads them for free into Tabletop Sim, and then I could play with literally anybody with Tabletop Sim. Maybe maybe you should do that. I I would feel gross being the dude to do that. I like how you're basically admitting you want to have it, but you don't want to be the person that does it because yeah, you, exactly. you know that it's not a he nice doesn't thing. Want to be, he doesn't want to be caught red-handed. Here's the thing, though. Like, I'll buy it, and then I will use the free digital version somebody uploads, but I won't be the dude to put... Uploading. To upload it. No. Yep. All right. Yeah. Uh, that'll do it for news. Let's do some questions. 
Uh, if you want to send a question in, you can do so at topdownperspective at gmail.com, at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Facebook group, the Discord channel, and John's P.O. Box. This first one comes from Jerichos. Oh, it's a question mostly for me. Uh, with how much you love Burnout, have you had a chance to play Onrush yet? I've been wanting to play it myself since it seems to channel the high-speed carnage feeling of Burnout, but I just haven't had the time, so I'm wondering if any of you have. I haven't. Have you guys heard of Onrush? Yeah, I've been watching my friend uh, Homer play it, and it looks fucking dope. It looks real good. It looks really good. Yeah. I'm I'm definitely interested. I The only reason I haven't is it's just kind of far enough past its release that it's like, well, I can wait for it to like actually go on sale. And it's not cheap I don't need to... either. It's like a full price. Well, thing. actually, down here, for whatever reason, it's always 10 bucks off. That is a $50 <laughs> game. Oh, all right. I don't know why. But as far as I'm looking at it, it's just been $50 the whole time. So I've just been playing other stuff right now. So yeah. I can like I'll, I can wait for it to drop a bit more. But that game does look very cool. I'm I've been interested. Yeah, totally. I'll grab the next question. All right. Eduardo wrote in and asked what game has the best best sprite animation. Best sprite animation. Ooh. I feel like there's an answer I'm just never going to think of here. I'm just trying, I was going to say Guilty Gear, but there's definitely better than Guilty Gear now. Yeah, like a lot of that has to be the thing for the indie devs that do sprite based games now, right? Is they have to actually make it look good. Yeah. I think that's the thing for Owlboy. Really nice. That was good. I thought Cowboy's animation and just look looked really good. Owlboy looks very good. I said Dead Cells in case that got Yeah. Dead Cells is very good. You're right. It's a good one. There's like an obvious answer I'm not thinking of that I'm Jack gonna kick Fu. myself. Jack Fu, yep. Yep. V V V V V V. <laughs> yep. For sure. Uh he has a second part of the question here. What is considered a good sale for a game on Steam? An okay sale and a weak sale? I feel like this is so subjective. So, I think a weak sale is anything 30% and lower. A okay sale is 40% wow. to 80, and a good sale is 80 and higher. Yeah, this is definitely subjective. I would have said a weak sale is like 10%, 15-10% is weak. It is. I'd say a good sale is like anything less than thirty is bad. Twenty for, to fifty for Steam sales. Anything over fifty is <laughs> is great. That's that's my opinion. Oh, um, I think I remember the answer to the sprite question. Shantae. Okay. Shantae's real good. Yeah. And same with the the King of Fighters, like thirteen and fourteen. That's sorry, right. Twelve and thirteen. Those are yep. exceptional. Skullgirls has some really good. Yeah, animation. that's another good answer. Is that sprite? Are those sprites? Yeah. Uh, oh, Skullgirls is is probably the best then. I think they're sprites, aren't they? I don't actually know. I, d I don't know. Yeah, of course they are. Third Strike sprites are fucking phenomenal for sure. Also, as well. a lot of fighting games is basically the answer. Fighting games. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, they are they are sprites. They're not 3D models like Guilty Gear, the latest Guilty Gear is. Okay, cool. 
Yeah, I think a good sale for Steam sale is anything 80% or more. Yeah, and mine was 50 or more. I'm like under 20 is and is eh. Yeah, it's not even worth it. 20 to 40 is good, and then 50 plus is great. Okay. All right, John, you got this next from James. James writes in and says, I really like playing games that have a good story, even if gameplay is subpar. Right now, I think that game... That has the best story for me was Xenoblade Chronicles for the Wii released in 2010. So my question to you is, what is the game that you think had the best story, regardless of gameplay, within the last decade? You can only choose games that are no older than 10 years old. This means new games are fine, just don't choose any games that were released before 2008. Bonus points if you each choose two games that are from two different consoles to add some variety. Uh, is, is the decade limiter because there's like something really good further back than that? Because I feel like stories are better nowadays. I mean, just, I think they're saying like, <laughs> don't pick any Final Fantasy behind like 10, basically. I don't think I would pick Final Fantasy. Yeah, I don't think I would either. <laughs> Ever. Just in general. <clears throat> hmm. But 10 did have Blitzball, you know, the greatest story ever told. Yeah. The underdog tale in a in a, mm. in a water tube. Yeah, yeah. Um, I really like the Last of Us's story. I'm gonna say Bayonetta, not because the story was told well, but because what? it just got really stupid. Okay. Oh, I mean, if you're going that route, then I can say like a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Well, the problem then, is yeah, like I don't. Final Fantasy there's, on there. there's not many games that I just like for their story. Yeah. There's I I love stories in games. Um, I enjoyed Life is Strange quite a bit. Uh, the first season of Walking Dead I liked a lot. Uh-huh. And again, Last of Us, like, I love that ending. Yeah, like, I never... Sean, you've seen how far I've played in Last of Us. I never touched it after that time you were at the at the apartment. It's a good game. I'm looking forward to part two. I guess Persona 5? Because that's probably the longest game that's been story-based that I've enjoyed in a while. Yakuza. Okay. I'll, I'll just say Yakuza. Okay. I really don't play as much story-based stuff as I used to. <clears throat> yeah, that's totally fair. Like, best story stuff, regardless of the mechanics, would have to be, for me anyway, probably, like, Life is Strange, even, like, David Cage games in their own way, because, like, that's what you go to them for. But those stories are always yeah, terrible. Those are not good stories. Okay, like maybe the first ten I, minutes I would, of a David I would Cage give you game. Bayonetta like levels of stupid if we're going. But that like, out. are they? Because yeah. I play through yep. them, and like, it's not because yeah. I like how they play. No, but you you're telling me you went to Beyond because of its incredible storytelling. No, I just had to see the train wreck. Exactly. exactly. That's why you're playing. Yeah. That's why you're going to them. You just asked me why you're going to them. That's why you're going yeah. to them. Best story, regardless of gameplay. Like, oh crap! I, you know, you just said like we just said Life is Strange. I played Captain Spirit this week. How was it? I I enjoyed it. That's a it's a little slow, um, because it's basically just like a checklist that you're kind of doing. This is not my answer for best story in a game. Okay, yeah, fair. Um, <clears throat> I just yeah, just wanted to mention that because you know I won't talk about it next week. It's a bit slow. Uh, it's like a checklist you're doing. You're just you're hanging out as Chris. It's a lot of just kind of character development. You learning what who Chris is and kind of seeing his like home life with his like alcoholic father. 
Um, I, I'm glad it was free. I, I might have paid like a couple bucks for this, but you know, anything over five, I probably would have been like, this is a bit steep for what you're asking. But yeah, that's like a 90 minute kind of just fun intro. Like, I think it was a, it was a cool thing that they put out there. Uh, if you're looking forward to Life is Strange 2, I'd probably recommend it, especially because it says stuff ties into Life is Strange 2, like uh, decisions you've made. Fair, fair enough. Um, I don't know. This is just a weird question because I like different stories for different things. So I, I'll just say Life is Strange and we'll continue on, even though I don't think that's the best written story. Well, well it, I mean, it's, it's also hard because like, you can like stories for different reasons. Like, obviously, you can like super crazy stories like Asura's Wrath. I'm a, I'm a fan of that sure. because the story goes off the chain. Um, but I'm not going to say, like, it's a good quality story, right? I don't know. A well, story that, doesn't necessarily need to be well written to be good. It just needs to be entertaining. Okay, well, then that, Heavy that, Rain that's what wins I'm saying, for is, me. Period. That, that, well, that's what I'm saying is there's different ways you could say what, what's exactly. good. So if I'm actually saying, like, what's a quality story, like, you, you know, I don't... I, for lack of a better word, like it, like a book, like a Oscar worthy. That's obviously not the descriptors I want to use, but I'm just trying to say like what's closer to art. I would, uh, I'm putting it towards the more grounded kind of stuff. Even though I'll put, uh, last of us and <laughs> walking dead season one in there, <clears throat> mm. but that's not to say like walking dead season one was good. Like, yeah. Right. But it's I like, mean, like, and again, that's the thing that that thing is made to do. So it better be. Otherwise, yep. it's garbage. Like, that's why this question is kind of just kind of hard, because different stories are either good or bad for different reasons. And I kind of hold sure. all yeah. story I mean, it's subjective. That's why he's asking know, each of us. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Was there anything else uh, in there? You know, another, actually, I want to mention another one that I was super into. Gone Home. I love the story in that one. See, but the thing about that one is I hated the main story. The good story in that was the one that you like put together about the mom and cheating on the dad because the dad was like a has been author that couldn't handle like being unemployed. Who cares about the sister? That stuff sucked. I, I was I cared deeply. <laughs> OK, well, it sucked for me. I'm that so. person. OK, but you're right. There is a story in there that <laughs> I really is, like that story is really good. Uh, I think I'm next then. Uh, Mage writes <clears throat> a whole bunch. Mm -hmm. I would like to I would love to hear your thoughts about voice acting in video games. Do you think modern games should always include voice acting or any other general thoughts about voice acting? I would like it. <laughs> it's not always but, necessary. And it, it yeah. depends on how good or bad it is. Yeah, <laughs> it's that. I don't think they should always have voice acting. No. I mean, I would like it because I'm lazy, but it doesn't have they don't have to always know. <laughs> well, I also know me personally. Half the time I'm reading faster than they're speaking. Oh, so I'm yeah. skipping ahead anyway. There, that's there's yeah truth to that for sure. There's also a lot of games that I have like on mute if it's a portable game. So I don't hear it anyway. That's true, too. Yeah. Uh, second question. What are some video games you like that have OK voice acting? That's still a good experience, voice acting wise, not gameplay, cheesy stuff like Metal Wolf Chaos. Resident Evil is my favorite series. Do I need to go any further? Yeah. 
as okay. I mean, I would have said middle so, like, of chaos, good. but they already said it, so. <laughs> yeah. I really, really like David Hayter as Snake. Just hamming it up is really good. Oh, sure. That's a good one. He's in yeah, Bomberman yeah, yeah. now. They added him into Bomberman twice. I saw that. Great. Two different snakes, right? Yep. Big Boss Snake and, uh, and Solid Snake. Okay. Wasn't one of them? Well, I thought one of them was like Naked Snake. Well, that is Big Boss Snake. Okay. That yeah yeah okay that, you're right you're right I saw Xavier Woods is also in there now yeah great that's weird yeah all right <clears throat> uh, what are some games you can think of that just have really bad voice acting the kind that just bring down the entire experience the only one I can think of off the top of my head is Ark Rise Fantasia. And to an extent, Mega Man X4 and X7. Yeah, but those don't, the games. Those don't bring down the experience. They bring them up. Yeah, I love X4's voice acting. That's the best Dr. part of it. Dr. That's That's Mega Man 8, but yeah. Yeah, Dr. Wiley is the best thing ever made. Um, I really, really think Dante and Devil May Cry 1 had some moments he maybe shouldn't have had. <laughs> really whiny. In a way that was like character breaking for me, but that's also okay. something I kind of love about that game too. The one that jumped to my mind was like Titus and his laugh. Yeah, but that <laughs> scene's meant to be bad on purpose, so that's tough to to justify. Is it? Yeah, it's actually meant to be bad Is on it? purpose, which sucks. I don't know. It kills man. the joke a bit. Um. Okay, I think I think the uh, the best answer for this one, and he's talking about bringing down the experience, and it definitely brings it up, is just all of the audio from Deadly Premonition. Mm, yeah, that's my answer. Because that game is just a mess, sound wise, and other reasons. But I'm trying to think of a game where the voice acting brings down the experience. And usually if it's bad and doesn't fit, it like personally brings it up for me. Yeah, that's my problem, too. Like it's <laughs> like that's like a perk. There's su yeah. like the, I, there's such a thing is so bad. It's good. I really I guess it depends on like. How like serious the game is or the moment is, I guess it, so. which would do it for me. You know what? Like because I have an answer. Kingdom Hearts three. Fucking hate the voice acting they've shown in those trailers. I think it's awful. You know what? <laughs> I was actually thinking the same thing because I don't know anything about Kingdom Hearts, but when I was seeing those trailers, there's that one blonde chick with like the really squeaky voice, and I was like, this doesn't look like it matches at all. Okay. I will say that I don't like that they replace Chie's voice actor for Persona because I hate that new voice completely. I just can't stand it. I will say that. Okay. Uh, AZC on Twitter wrote in and said, if you have to get knuckle tattoos, tattoos on your knuckles, not shitty friend of Sonic, <laughs> what would the tattoos spell? It should be an eight letter word or two four letter words to cover all your knuckles. My idea would be let's play. That's a very bad, that's a shitty knuckle tattoo you're gonna get shanked in prison bro with that <laughs> tattoo let's play <laughs> let's play sounds like something that jared leto's joker would have tattooed on his knuckles yeah kind of 
I'll have hand on one hand and foot on the other. Done. Handed foot. Okay. God, that I, no, I don't want knuckle tattoos. I mean, tattoos. that's the other thing. Right. I wouldn't actually do that. <laughs> um, but this is, you have to get knuckle tattoos. If you, if you were, if you were forced at gunpoint and had to come up with something. I like Homer's Sean, in the chat. And then Sean backwards. Yep. <laughs> Sean nays, basically. Someone put down a yes, Homer, <laughs> which is pretty funny. <laughs> Oh, this is so dumb. I'm trying to... I can't think okay. of, like, anything I would... Kick, spelt without a C. Uh-huh. And then your, spelt U-R. Yeah. And then ass, but with two dollar signs instead of S's. I think it's the dollar signs that make it. Yeah. Someone put down Prot John, which is only seven <laughs> characters. <laughs> they did, however, put a period afterwards, so maybe they really want you to have a period afterwards. I, I'm not sure. Perfect. Oh, my God. Yep. Uh, all right, John, you're up. All right. Next one comes to us from Steven. What's your favorite racing game? I want to try some new games, and I'm looking for suggestions. Burnout. Burnout Revenge, specifically. Okay. Um, I'm going to say Driver San Francisco. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Driver You're, San Francisco. That game is very good. In fact, I would I should play that game again. And for those who don't know, that's the game where you're a ghost yeah. and you can like switch bodies mid-race. So if you're like not doing so hot, you can transfer into the body of a driver going the other way and then just ram into your opponent and then get back in a car going the right way. And it took me a while to realize that because I was I started losing a bunch and then I realized that's why they're putting so many like semis on these roads. Yep. Maybe that's the best story in games. It could be because the whole time he's like watching a, like a sitcom and then his like spirit is in the sitcom. That's God, that game's so dumb. It's so good. <laughs> it is so good. I still really like the original Need for Speed Most Wanted. Oh, yeah. That was a good time. Bolt-on Wonder Kid. Yeah. Razor Callahan. The problem is, is that Bring that's all back. nostalgia glasses because replaying it, like, it doesn't handle well at all. <laughs> but, like, for its time. I played so much of Most Wanted. Yeah. It's the one I played most of. And then, like, I can... To the point, this is how good that one game was. I never cared about Need for Speed until that game. Then I played the shit out of it, and I continuously try every Need for Speed game that comes out to see if they recaptured it, and they haven't. Sure. So Sure. There's been some good ones. Yeah. Um, Was it Rivals? What was the one close to launch? I think it was Rivals. That one was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... Oh, what was the one where there was like it was like cops and robbers the whole time? Payback, Payback, maybe? Yeah, that was the one that was basically Fast and Furious, or was supposed to be. No, that's not what I'm thinking of. Then Hot then Pursuit was, one that uh, was super like that. It's no, I think he's, I, I think he's just of. thinking of straight up Need for Speed. I think it was just called. No, that's def that's definitely not what I'm thinking of. Uh, it's not Payback that I'm thinking of. Let me look at Wikipedia real quick. 
Then they rivals. redid a mo- they did another Hot Pursuit. Mode. I'm thinking of Hot Pursuit. Yeah, Hot Pursuit. 2010. That's the that one. one was that one was excellent. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, it still didn't capture like it version. though. It wasn't the same, but it was good. I mean, they're never going to capture no. Razor Callahan. I know. I tried that other Need for Speed uh, that came out, not like the last one, but the one before that that was had FMV scenes in it. Yeah, that, because that was just that was Need for Speed. Or that was, that speed, was just know. Need for Speed, yeah. And it was because uh, it's part of the EA Access Vault. So if you pay okay. that monthly thing, you can just download it. And that thing's stupid, but not in the way <laughs> that, not in like the good way. The FMV scenes are still like they're bad, but in a way that isn't maybe at all knowing it's like they're trying to be a movie. So it's kind of like a different type of bad. And the driving part itself is just like lackluster in general. So it's kind of a bummer. It's a okay, it's I'm going to take this. I'm going to I'm going to spin this a little bit of a different way. I'm going to say speedrunners. Speedrunners is real okay. good. Yeah, that's a very good racing game. I've had a lot of uh, good couch, uh, like local multiplayer sessions with that game. Mega Man X is a good racing game to race against your friends. <laughs> We're just I mean, going to go right. down this route. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> My favorite racing game is Tetris. Yep, that's a good one. Yep. Sonic R. Uh. Okay, so like legit the Sonic uh, racing games are real fun. Oh, like all-star racing? Yeah. Those, yeah, those are fantastic. Yeah, they're really fun. Fantastic. Like, I've, I was just playing through Transformed the last week or two. The level designs are just so good. Like, it, it is so much fun. They're fun, for sure. Um, Spy Gadget writes, Do you guys feel like certain genres are overdone in the indie space of gaming? I remember one of my friends brought up how many indies seem to be Metroidvanias or roguelikes. Give me all the Metroidvanias. I'm not a, I'm all not right. at burnout point on that yet. Yeah, I'm not really either because it's one of my favorite. Um, yes, but I think that's because like right now, if we notice that Metroidvanias are coming out a lot right now, the people that are the indies that are starting to make games right now are seeing that and they're like, we're going to try something different. And then they all pick a different style. So in five years, it'll be that thing that there's too many. So there's waves is what you're saying. Yeah, there's waves of it for sure. Um, That being said, just in general, 2D platformers are the easiest thing for one dude to make by himself in his basement. So that's why there's a lot of those. Sure. Um, I never really feel like there's just too much of something because usually like the real good ones will kind of rise to the top. And they'll kind of like learn or take things from the others. So then they're usually like they really stand out. And then it's like, wow, this game's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's how I usually feel about that. Yeah. Uh, if anything, I think the thing that burns me up more is just the art style stuff of just like every game looking the same to the point where I just like gloss over ones that might be really good or have a thing that's really good about it. And then like pixel art. Yeah, and then in that case, I'm just kind of relying on somebody else who tries every game or gets codes for every game or whatever to tell me, no, this one is actually the special one, and then I'll try that out and be like, oh, yeah, it's actually really good. But, uh, yeah, there's a problem when they all kind of look the same that you're just like, well, I just tried the one that looks different. 
judging books by their cover and all that sort of thing. All right, Paul, you're up. Yeah, I'm just looking where we are. Final Insanity wrote and asked, you guys have any advice for eating better? Semi-related because food healing deadly wounds seems to be prominent. Oh, that's a different question. Okay, I see. Uh, so advice for eating better. Uh, go to the nope. grocery store and go... As he eats a potato chip. Yeah. Yeah. When you go to the grocery store for your groceries, go around the perimeter. Don't go inside. Oh, yeah. Yep. For everything. That's a good one. And then go inside for, like, the little things you need, like uh, spices and coffees and shit, whatever, like that sort of stuff. But, like, you just have to do it if you really want to do it. <laughs> it's a thing. Don't eat out. So I have a few tips because I eat, I eat pretty healthy. Mm -hmm. um, the perimeter one, definitely, that's where most of your food should come from. I would say cut out things uh, slowly. Don't just go, like, say, all of a sudden, I'm going to throw everything out and eat completely healthy. You know, it's, you're not going to be able to do it. It's going to be too much of a change. So just maybe say, like, hey, from now on, I'm not going to eat, like, chocolate. Sure. And then maybe a few months later, I'm going to now eat less chips. You know, slowly kind of wean yourself off. It'll be a lot It'll be a lot easier. Mm -hmm. And then the big one is just like, don't have that stuff in your house. Right. Uh, because if you don't buy it in the first place, it, then your, it, your desire to like go out and get it is going to be a lot less. Um, and if it's not in the house, it's so easy to just get something else. Uh, th those are kind of my tips for it. I get, and, and I think an easy one is, you know, find healthy stuff that you do like, which can be hard. I definitely get it. But, I mean, there's definitely stuff out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, he does have a second part of the question, which I almost read as the first part as well. Semi-related, an actual video game question. What's your favorite healing item in any video game? Pizza? Pizza's pretty good. Yeah. Pizza is pretty good. It's Wall free. chicken? Wall chicken's wall up chicken. there, just breaking down a wall to find it. Yep, yep, yep. What's it doing there? Why, who put this chicken here? What you doing there? Why are you there? <laughs> who put who put this like totally fine chicken in this wall? Favorite healing item. So I'm trying to think of now. I like healing I items. Mean, Phoenix down, just because of the name. Yeah, it's pretty good. When that was revealed to everyone. Mm -hmm. In the same vein as wall chicken, garbage chicken from like Final Fight and Streets of Rage. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Crack pipe from Postal 2 is such a good answer. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, that's good. Yeah. A med kit. Because they usually heal you fully. Where bandages will not. That's sure. just a trope. <laughs> All right, John, you got this one yeah. from Calman. Calman writes in and says, which game developer would you most like to meet for a chat over coffee? Assuming you can understand the language if they are not uh, English native English speakers. Kojima. That's a good answer. I was going to say sweary. Mm. Another yeah, good answer. I think he'd be, he'd be interesting. I want to change it, though, from, like, having coffee with them is to, like, watch a movie that they pick. Yeah. I don't, with them. I'd also willingly pick Suda51. Sure. I would switch 
coffee to have like alcoholic drinks with because that's when people really let go and tell you things. Okay. I can see that. I'm trying to think of like there's so many people I would want to talk to, not because I like admire them, but because I want to know like what the fuck they were thinking. And in that regard, I'm trying to remember his name, Fable Dude. The dude who lies about everything. Oh, Peter, Peter, Peter Molyneux. I, I want to know what Peter, what's in Peter Molyneux's head. I want to know wh- okay. what that dude's about. Yeah, God, I, I would be so intimidated because I would just feel so dumb. Why? I, feel, I would feel like I, that he's just talking down to me the whole time. <laughs> like, I'm probably boring the hell out of you. <laughs> Get a few drinks in him. That'll go. That'll go out the window. Ask him That's about that you Milo. Peter Molyneux because... Because we kept doing um, uh, Japanese developers because uh, it, it doesn't seem like we have a lot of like American or, or I guess British uh, like soul characters that kind of stand out like we have in Japan. Yeah. The only ones I can think of over here are like Cliff Blazinski. Dude, fuck Cliff Blazinski. David Cage. Um, oh man, that is not a guy. I thought of David Cage when you said Peter Molyneux. That's not a guy I want to talk to. I don't. I don't really want to hang out with no. David Cage, though. No, I really don't. Especially with all those like workplace allegation stuff. No, thank you. No, thank you. I mean, there are indie game developers. You know what? <laughs> that's true. There are some indie developers that actually. Are that's true. Yeah, really- those are, those ones definitely stick out to me more. <laughs> Someone did say Yoko Taro in the chat, which that's definitely oh, interesting. That's also a good well. answer. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Oh, Tenmar says Amaze Sean isn't praising Tim Schafer. I would love to hang out with Tim Schafer. I actually have chatted with him before yeah. at a double fine party at PAX. Yeah. Um. But Tim Schafer seems like a total fun dude. Uh. That would be great to do that for sure. The one Someone would say Notch too. I don't th- no, I would not want to hang out with Notch. Um his Twitter account. I, I think toxic. he burned his goodwill with a lot yeah, of people. Yeah, he does not seem great. He might give you money though. <laughs> he has a lot of I that. I think he's I don't think he's gonna give me money. <laughs> I don't think that's how that works, unfortunately. Hmm. Yeah, I'm, tr- I'm trying to think of like some some indie devs. Uh, Kristen Love, she seems real cool. Um, and I'm just blanking on indie devs right now. Mike Bithel, he seems like a cool guy too. Right. Anyway, there's a bunch of uh, white people, I guess. <laughs> bunch of white people <laughs> it's also the name of our new podcast coming soon there you go um i'm pretty sure this is a joke on a twitter a a group of uh people doing a pod a group of white men is called a podcast that sounds all right that's a good yep. yeah that's a good one yeah <laughs> uh all right last question i think it's me right john uh, john just went so it's me yeah there, there's uh, two more questions VG- oh yeah oh okay i was about to say vgc kenny writes in a lot uh but that's not the case. So my question is: Super Smash Bros. is Super Smash Bros. One a good Mario game Bros. Still, or has it aged Mario too much? Mario Bros. Well, no, this was my question. I was asking this to you guys. Okay, my hey, bad. Super Smash okay, Bros. Fine. <laughs> I'm so confused. Yeah. What? <laughs> VGC Kenny writes. So my question is: Super Mario Bros. One a good game still, or has it aged too much? I guess my qu- and. 
I guess my question is more about old games in general, but Super Mario Bros. 1 is a classic, so I figured it's a good jumping off point for this discussion. So wait, did this go from, is Super Mario Bros. 1 good, to are old games good? That, I think I a mean, little kind bit. Of. Yeah. So my answer... I think those are two very different questions. Yeah, because the second one's very subjective. The first one... I think they're both subjective. I mean, yeah, well, I, mean, but I think my one is more so is, than the it's other. A, it's a case-by-case -case basis for the second question. Because some games are still good that are old, and some are not. <laughs> so. Exactly. Uh, but anyways, us three, do you guys think Super Mario Bros. 1 is good or not? Yeah, still. it's still fine. Uh, it, the, the problem is, I know the sequels are better. That's the problem I have right now. Because I think true, I think Mario I mean, 1 kind of handles eh. Yeah. I think you have to look at it in a vacuum. Yeah. At um, the time, I thought it was great, but like after having played Mario 3, it's like, no, you, you can stay back there now. Yeah, and maybe that's kind of where he's going with this, is our, our old game's bad. Um, I th I guess you got to think, if you were playing Mario 1, would you be having a bad time? No. No. And I don't think so. That's, I guess, that's actually that a way simpler that's, way. Yeah. yeah, from that perspective, yeah. sure. Um, yeah. But, it, yeah, you know, looking at it not in a vacuum is definitely worthwhile, too, because, like, if I was going to recommend a Mario game to it, I wouldn't recommend Mario. Totally. One. Yeah. Like, cause like, why would I, there's, there's, I could be having a better time. Yeah. Um, and anyway, the more general one, are old games bad? It depends. That's subjective. Depends entirely on the game. <laughs> some aged great, some aged terribly. And it depends on your nostalgia subjective. level too. I'm going to say yes. <laughs> yeah. They're all bad. Yeah, every okay. game is terrible. Games have to be a every, week old. Every or I'll day, never touch them again. I only play new games. They can. They can't be a day old. Okay, this is what we're going to do. Come out every day. John says maybe. Sean, you say yes. They're bad. I'll say no. They are not bad. They're all good. Oh, good lord. Yep. There. That's a dangerous yep. statement, Paul. That's a dangerous the whole, statement. The whole spectrum is now That's covered. That's a dangerous ass statement. <laughs> It'll never come back to bite me. <laughs> Another way to look at this is I'm I'm saying games are improving every day. Paul is saying games are getting worse every day, and John is saying games have not changed ever. Right? Yeah, I feel like that's actually a proper statement. It's yeah, <laughs> games are still games is a proper statement. <laughs> games are games, man. That's that's the name of my new podcast. Games are games, man. <laughs> All right, Paul, with this last one. Uh, yeah, Senren Kigura Weeb wrote. Recently, Sony has denied the Western release of the fan service game Omega Labyrinth, despite the fact both Peggy and ESRB ratings rated, rated the games 18 and M. The game was fully localized, ready to ship for this to happen. Is this fair to cancel a game despite this being far in? And is Sony taking it too far for them personally canceling the releasing? Wait. For them personally canceling the release despite both being both approved by major ratings board. I mean, no, Sony can decide what they put on their platform, period. Yeah. That's just but, the way it is. So so here's the here's the discussion that's been happening around this game is that uh the company probably paid like a tons of fees to Sony and getting like the thing tested and put through, and right. Sony seemed like it was fine with releasing up until like what I think a week or two before the game was slated to come out. Mm -hmm. or, so, or something like that so it's possible that there was already like physical copies of the game made and everything and suddenly they just had to stop it outright yeah have they said why no i assume it's because of the content of the game uh 
from what I've been reading up on the game, it's a dungeon crawler where you're a high school student and when you're leveling up in the dungeons, your boobs get bigger. And that's the whole Hell point. Yeah. Finally, dungeon crawling oh. I can get behind. <laughs> anyway. So I'm assuming it's because like they're because of the creep factor. I assume that's why they canceled. Sure. But the fact that they let it go that long is really suspicious. So Okay, for Sony to cancel it, no, that's totally fine for me because that's they can make that decision. The fact that they didn't know what they said yes to is really weird to me. That's like yeah, bad that business. Is, is there, there's definitely something does not seem right here. Yeah. Because if it passed both ESRB and Peggy, then it should have been fine. Yeah. Yeah, that makes me think like there was a different reason involved. Yeah. Um, the, the, the game I think about is that NBA live that like shipped to stores and they basically said like, no, this cannot go out. And they just canceled it, uh, before it was like sold, uh, because it was so broken. Do you guys remember that? Yeah. Which live that was, was 2011, 2012. We were working at EB at the time. I remember hearing about this. Our store never got it. No way. We there's no way we were working there at the time. Maybe that was just when I'm. Yeah. Well, 2011, 2012, I was not working there anymore. Version. Um. Uh. Because I would definitely have remembered if if it like came in when we had it. Um. But either way, yeah, that game came. Like it it was shipped to stores, and then they said no, don't sell it, send them back. NBA Live like, 13. So that would have been 2012, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it was so broken. So maybe that was something similar with this one. I don't know, but that just made me think of that that little story. Um, yeah, that's probably the most likely thing. Like there was a game breaking bug that they couldn't fix, and they just didn't want to deal with it. However, that now that I'm rereading this question, they're mentioning this was just the Western release. So you would think that they fixed all their bugs, or it was just a really buggy game. Yeah. In Japan, well, what, yeah, what, Western and European. <laughs> Peggy is the European board. Right, right. Um, but my point is, like, it's it, they did release it somewhere. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't. I don't know. Mm hmm. That's weird. But sometimes got to move on. Mm hmm. All right. That's it for questions. If people want to send in questions next week, uh, Paul, how can they do it? Uh, top down perspective at gmail.com, Facebook. Which actually one of the questions we've read this week was actually from Facebook. Facebook.com slash top down perspective, TDP podcasts on Twitter, and the Discord are the best ways, and you can also send your snail mail to John's P.O. box. Yep. All right, and uh last minute stuff <clears throat> for our Patreon. Um Sonic Adventure 2 uh, 1 for July. Uh, Great. So we'll play that for you guys. Thanks, y'all. You sent us. Uh, thanks. <laughs> hey, thanks for the money. <laughs> thanks uh, for the money. Thanks for <laughs> thanks for keeping the podcast lights on, and we'll play this crappy game for you. Yeah. Why Why are people groaning so much? I don't know enough about this game. I just don't like 3D Sonic I, games. I just so. don't like Sonic Adventure Two. I just don't like Sonic. <laughs> but it seems like this game specifically. I like how we just kind of like progressively stepped <laughs> up on that. Yeah. Because I played Sonic Adventure 2 Battle on the GameCube yeah. a long time ago as a dumb kid, and I thought it was fun. 
but maybe maybe I was just super dumb. I mean, I've played I've played the game as recently as a year ago, half a year ago. I'm oh, just like, wow. I don't want to touch this again. Okay. It does have that escape from the city song. I mean, that's the good part. The music's great. Like you never like the music from a Sonic game is like nine times out of ten great. Okay. Right. Uh okay. I mean, sure. That's something you could say. Uh, our Rage podcast, which was supposed to be uh, this week, is getting pushed to next week because uh, Paul, <coughs> sorry, excuse me, Paul is leaving right after the show. Uh, so we'll actually be doing it in person as well as next week's show. We'll be doing it in person since I will be up there. Right. Which that's always fun we to do. We need to figure out where we're doing it. That's true. And time and day. We need to figure everything out. Yeah, yes. we got to figure out a lot yeah. of things. <laughs> we'll, f- we'll figure it out. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, that should be fun. So if you're excited about our Rage thoughts, you have to wait one more week. But yeah, anyways, that is it for the show. Thanks, everybody. We'll talk to you later. Bye, everybody. Bye.